I'm Natalie. And I'm Chris. And, and this, this is, is the Paranormal, Paranormal Podcast. Podcast. A podcast for all things creepy crawly. And for stoners like my girlfriend. Yeah. How you feeling? Fucking incredible. Just like the name of the strain that I smoked. Is it actually called it's Fucking actually Incredible? It's actually called Fucking Incredible. And I was I was kind of hesitant about it because I was like, nothing can really like describe itself so boldly and end up actually being good, right? But then. But then. I smoked a bowl of it before my bath yesterday, and I just, like, I thought that I had died. It was a very, very good high. Okay, I thought when you said died, like, that could be a really good, like, trip or yeah. a bad trip, so. Oh, yeah, no, like, in a very positive way. I feel great right now. So, welcome back. It's been a two-week hiatus because we've had just literally everything under the sun go wrong over here. Yeah, life happens. It's it's fine. We're back. We're here. Life, work, heat wave, pandemic. Oh my god, the heat wave. That's if, when I literally thought I was going to die. If Washington could get their stuff together and actually um, have more than 46% of homes standard with central Air AC, conditioning. that would be great. Come on, Seattle. Get Come it together. Come on, Seattle. You know, climate change is happening. We need to adapt. And for those who don't believe it, come up here. Yeah. Talk about it. Talk to all of the shellfish that died and how nobody can have shellfish for like the rest of the summer because they all like boiled to death in the sand or they like have a bunch of bacteria. Yeah, when the ocean's a, when the ocean's boiling, uh, you got problems. Yeah, it's a big problem. But we survived. The cats survived. Barely. Barely. Those poor cats. So, the heat wave actually inspired a lot of homesickness for me because I just missed being in the AC <laughs> with my family and my mom keeps it at like 70 degrees like year long regardless oh of the situation. My God. So we are going to do a haunted story, haunted location oh. in Santa Cruz County, California. <gasps> really? That's so special because you and I met in Santa Cruz. Mm -hmm. Debatably one of the most haunted locations, or at least a well-known haunted spot Whoa, in all that's... of Santa Cruz County. Okay, I have no idea what you're talking about, actually. So I'm pretty excited for this right now. Where is it? For any locals at the 831, we are talking about the Brookdale Lodge. The Brookdale Lodge. I have no idea what that is. It's... Brookdale Lodge. All right, that's a podcast. Later, guys. <laughs> Thank you. It was super informative. Okay, Teehee. Teehee. Built in the eight, built in eighteen ninety. Yeah. It used to be a vacation getaway for the rich and famous. Of course. I mean, okay, we're off to a good start here. Cause why not? Cause why not? I mean, with any, I'm guessing that's with a lot of like lodges and shit. But anyway. So continue. famous people who've been known to stay here. We're going like Marilyn Monroe status. Ooh. And we're also going President Herbert Hoover. Herbert Hoover. Oh, wow. Okay. And as for the rich, just mobsters and gangsters. Oh, just like in general or were there like any in particular? G uh, none that were specifically mentioned or like oh, noteworthy. Man. I mean, none really hold the candle to Marilyn Monroe or well, any president. Well, nobody does. <laughs> but. This place was definitely a hideout slash celebration spot, and I'm going to give you the photo that was taken 
of the Brookday Lodge that we can use for this podcast. It's not necessarily the scariest or creepiest or spoopiest one that you usually do. Mm-hmm. But, dude, the room, the actual uh, Brook room itself looks amazing. And oh, I, I'm, I really regret man. never have actually been able to go like there while it was still open. Oh, man. It's not open anymore? Um, so it's, I believe it's, they're reopening parts of it and the current owner has had a ton of work to actually get done. Um, here, due to bad luck and bad management, here's just a hit list of the crap that's happened at the Brookdale Lodge. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. So again, this place is built in 1890, right? 1890, right. So these are the major occurrences, not just all the side stuff that happened. Oh, shit. Um, Okay. In 1956... The Brook Room was destroyed by fire. Oh, okay. And what year was that? 1956. 1956, okay. In 1972, a young girl of maybe like 12 or 13 years old-ish drowned in the pool. Oh, okay. In 1982, the Brook Room was again destroyed. By what? Flooding this time. Oh my god, okay. So we've got two elements just in that one fucking room. Yeah, All right, like, let's go. Like locusts are just Why around the, the corner. Why the fuck not? Um, coming up, and this is again, this is a pretty hard fast forward now. Fast forward to 2009, a fire destroyed about 20 rooms and apartments on the property. Except for... No, no straight up. It just oh, burned man, 20 rooms and apartments. Oh man, that would have been way creepier, but... God, still. Well, but yeah, now it also was followed up by an investigation because it was a very suspicious fire and wasn't being investigated for just blatant arson it wasn't investigated for blatant arson it was because oh it was they started looking into it oh somebody set this fire kind of thing yeah um fast forward the next year in september of 2010 a man openly uh, straight up fell into an open and dimly lit construction hole and died from his injuries oh shit Damn, so we're not even talking, like, what's actually... Wait, I'm assuming a lot right now. Anyway, just... Yeah. just no, this is just, just a continue. list. Like, yeah. I'm not even going into detail for all these, because this is just yeah. more crap that happened. Um, in 2011, the Boulder Creek Fire Department straight up closed the actual Brookdale Lodge because of multiple health code infractions and safety violations. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And then in 2013, I just could have dug into the names, but I we're going to go with just crappy owner at this point. Uh, the owner pled no contest to felony insurance fraud, lack of workers' comp insurance, and two misdemeanors to construction without a permit. What the fuck? So, like, this place is actually, like, hella unsafe to begin with. But wait, there's more. Oh, dear God, there always is. In October of 2013... A federal grand jury accused the owner of bank and wire fraud charges. Oh, okay. And that next April, he was sentenced to four years in prison. Okay, well... On top of, I think, having to pay out, like, about $4.2 million of of restitution, if I remember right. So, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Shit went down at the Brookdale Lodge. (laughs) What the fuck? Now... Okay. Oh, go, no, no, go. Now go. we're getting into the hauntings, I'm assuming. That's what I was going to ask for. Okay. <laughs> so now we've got the backstory. We're going to jump right into the most famous ghost at the Brookdale Lodge. Oh, please do. Her name is Sarah Logan. Sarah Logan? Mm-hmm. Okay. She is 
supposed to be, allegedly, allegedly the niece of the first original lodge owner. Okay. Um, you can usually see her wearing like a white and blue Sunday dress, walking through the uh, lobby or around the Brook Room balcony, or in the Brook Room itself. I feel like every haunted like hotel or like whatever the fuck this is, there's always a lady in white. She's the lady in white. What's her name? Sarah what? Sarah Logan. Sarah Logan, the woman in white. So, the cool thing about the Brook Room mm-hmm. is it's this really, really elegant, gorgeous dining hall area. Oh, I bet. Oh. Again, for the rich and famous. For the rich and the famous. And there's an actual brook that goes through Shut the room the itself. Shut the fuck up. Are you... There's a brook that goes through it. I didn't understand that that's so, why it was called the brook room. The rumor is that she actually drowned in the creek that goes through the brook room. Oh my god, like straight up Ophelia style? Like Jesus just, Christ. Yeah, there's different stories you, that go about it, but yeah. I don't know. How, how would you drown in a small little brook? You're playing, you trip and fall, you land face first, drown. Oh, okay, that's fair. We're talking a little younger girl here, too, so... That's true. I forgot about that. Anyway, okay. So, usually, if you are in the Brookdale Lodge and you are approached by Sarah, she'll typically ask you and kind of plead for help because she lost her nanny or her mom, depending on different stories from different patrons and employees. Mm, okay. So, you go to help her. You turn around for a second to look for her mom. You look back. Ghost gone. Oh, my God. I would lose my shit. Oh my god. Can you imagine being approached by a ghost child? Not just a ghost, but a ghost child. Well, because it's going to be not like... like... She's not like the murderous type. She's just like one of those that's stuck in like a loop of looking for her mother. Like, that's so fucked up. It's I a, would be it's so a lost fucked up soul. Like, that. you want to help a random kid yeah. who's just lost. And then all of a sudden, she's gone and you're like, um, oh. got it. Now I'm the crazy one. Cool. No. Here we go. Yeah, I would feel crazy. Jesus, fuck. So interesting part, and this is where it gets kind of weird, and I didn't dig too much into this one, but there is an actual book that was um, really? that one of the locals wrote. Uh, she has like a non-profit that does the ghost hunters of Santa Cruz, basically. Oh my God, so, I want to be friends with her. Yeah, so she actually wrote a book um, focusing on some of the really, really, like, the most haunted places in Santa Cruz, California. Oh for gosh. all the locals we should buy that I'm we'll get it for it we'll definitely check into this one yeah so she actually did a bunch of research and was able to uncover there actually is a record of a deceased sarah logan oh um who passed away at age 10 in alameda county around 1892 was that the same year that two years after the uh brookdale lodge was built oh okay um, so on her death certificate, it was listed as a cause of death was lung paralysis. Lung paralysis? She stopped breathing, which Fuck. also kind of, which, you know, could I be mean, similar yeah. to drowning. Uh, also, the original owner of the Brookdale Lodge was named in a scandal regarding a local lumber mill that was just located very, very close to the Brookdale Lodge. Mm-hmm. And it was for illegally doctoring documents. Okay. Which started to add a little bit more murder mystery to the um, passing of Sarah Logan because it may have also, her death certificate reason may have also been a cover up. Oh, wait. Maybe just didn't want the scandal of, you know, daughter dying on the property. Wait, what? 
That's nuts. Yeah. No. Here we go. Oh, what? Okay. So, there are other parts. Uh, there's a place called the Mermaid Room. That's usually where uh, it was more of a larger banquet hall where most of the parties were, ha- were happening at. Yeah. And a lot of people have reported uh, from patron and employee alike that even though the room was empty, you'd hear multiple voices in the room. Ew. Like it was oh almost like a um, kind of like the, sh- the, the the what the description said it was almost like the shining when you when Jack Nicholson's character Jack Nicholson's character was um would just see like the crazy party going on and everything. And you could hear the voices in the oh, background. Yeah. Uh you could hear clinking glasses. Ew. You could hear like the ju- there was a jukebox in that room and it would just turn oh, itself on and no. off. Oh no. Oh my god. So you know, out of the faulty wiring haunted as fuck like who knows i mean why not both wouldn't that be a surprise oh probably oh, man just... can you imagine ghosts were like oh well electricity is shot to shit so now everything's like what is it like flashing just gonna have a little ghost rave ghosts just do weird stuff to fuck with us it's fine i mean yeah i will <laughs> thanks you're welcome um so this place, because of all the weird hauntings, has had multiple psychics come through and help right. all the various owners. Yes. Um, apparently, in 1991, the owners were told by a psychic that there are 49 spirits that do reside in the Brookdale Lodge. Oh, that's cash. <laughs> One of them is a lumberjack by the name of George. Lumberjack George. Mm-hmm. Okay. Apparently, George was responsible for chopping a lot of the wood that was used in multiple fireplaces at the Brookdale Lodge back in the day. Okay. Not a lot of backstory on George, but George is like one of the more famous ones along with Sarah, like second, obviously, to Sarah Logan. So when you say, what's his name? George. George. Lumberjack George. I keep imagining your friend George. I'm trying to find another like type of like face to focus on but i can't get it out of my head i don't picture george as much of a lumberjack i don't really see him wearing <laughs> a lot of flannel like a lumberjack but he's good with so the blade disturbing about that's true we'll give it we'll just like we'll leave it at that that's fine now i feel justified there we go um also in around the 1970s a wing of the motel rooms was built over a bunch of the lodge's old camping cabins. Old camping cabins? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's apparently one of the most haunted parts of, of the Brookdale Lodge. Of course it is. Specifically back in the day, room 46. Room 46, okay. There was a lady who was staying in there and she reported a ton of crap. Okay, so what she report? Just her reports on that room alone. Objects would just fly across the room, so we're getting some poltergeist crap. Okay. Uh, there were ballroom dancers, like Harry Potter style. Oh my god, that were like just dancing around once her. Once upon a December? Yeah. Ew. Um, ghosts would materialize, and she specifically remembers a very innocent 12 to 13 year old boy just being there and playing around. Oh my god. There gosh. was a man with his eye hanging out of its socket. Oh my gosh. And there was okay. another guy with a blatant, like, gash uh, knife wound across his face. Fuck. Okay. I do not envy the people who can actually see spirits. I don't think I could deal with that. I don't think I could. I mean, I'm already not allowed to 
surprise or kind of just like scare you as a prank because that just immediate yeah. anxiety tears oh, and God. just like which turned into just straight up tears and crying yeah i'm listen i i'm kind of that bitch until i'm not and i love you There's i'll fuck with like you but like modes that's one that's that's the line i'm not supposed to cross yeah don't don't cross that way i mean jesus fucking christ do you remember when we went to a haunted house and I, like, almost killed you because I was standing behind you grabbing onto your hoodie the entire time. Oh, yeah, you choked the fuck out of me. That I'm was a um, bitch. Like, I, I tried hanging in there, but I just, I kind of like breathing. So I'm just yeah. going to keep doing that. Yeah, we discovered that I like scary things, but do not scare me because I will cry. And you did out of the building into yeah, the distance and the horizon. Because the fucking guy with the chainsaw was chasing me out of the damn... House. Clown with the chainsaw. I was a clown. <laughs> I don't like clowns. I fucking booked it, man. I think I got all the way to the parking lot. It's always fucking. But he actually, he actually looked because you pushed me to the side in that haunted house. Yeah. You ran out of the building, <laughs> and then he walked past me, revving the chainsaw, looked at me, laughed, and then chased after you. <laughs> And usually there's a doorway at the end of there where he can go back in, probably go back and do a loop or something like that. He actually walked out in public and because you stopped. I know I did. I, I got out there and I saw you like... and he revved the chainsaw again and you just ran farther and he did the like menacing power walk. Oh my God. It was a pretty tall clown too. So he had like a, I remember a that. good long stride and gait, you know, like. And I have short little legs, dude. I was. I had to fucking haul ass to get away from it. Your corgi stumpers were going so <laughs> fast. Oh my god! Like you were about halfway to the car at one point, but like the wrong way, and like everyone in line was just looking at you and laughing. Like, oh my god, this clown is chasing this chick all the way into the parking lot. Everyone this girl is gonna have night terrors. It's fine. I'm laughing at me now, especially because I'm so fucking high. Yes. I'm stoned right now. This is awesome. So since I know you always take care of the images and all the social media stuff for the yeah. podcast, I'm gonna show you the image I recommend you use. Oh, buddy. Because this is just this is the brook this is the brook room. That's the brook room. Oh, holy shit! Okay, so like you said, this place isn't open anymore, right? So. It's open now. The owner's done a bunch of renovations. Oh, well, shit. I think we figured out where we're having our wedding. <laughs> Nobody's drowning. Look how pretty it no. is. Nobody's drowning at this fucking Well, so wedding. because of COVID and because of everything else, and the owner said he's trying to keep all the like main rooms and attractions as accurate as possible just to you know not have to renovate and just demolish it and make it all look like new and all that yeah. stuff. Um, there's a lot of people on like TripAdvisor that specifically went to the Brookdale Lodge because of all the haunted stuff and, you know, just whether they saw stuff or not, was just cool to stay at a haunted place. Like we yeah. did with the, um, with the Carrie House with Hotel. With the Carrie House in yeah. Placerville, yeah. Um, but if that, I checked on the website, a lot of the amenities, like there's basic amenities, but like there isn't a whole lot of like dining or this or that yet. As the COVID restrictions start getting easier and all this and that, yeah, we could probably do dinner at the uh, Brook Room. Bruh, okay, I think I might, like, my brain might explode if we actually get to do that because that place was so fucking pretty. It's like something, it's like out of a dream, except haunted. So, night but, terror. Yeah, yeah, I guess, like, bad dream, 
but it's still pretty, so eh, I'll take it. There you go. So that was everything I had. Quick and easy one, but a fun local one also, and that a very fun. good one when we go back to Santa Cruz, where we'll actually visit. Yeah, yeah, we should definitely go visit this place when we go back to Santa Cruz. Cool. We'll make this happen. This will be like one night. Yeah. It'll be fun. Cool. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Uh, we will be a lot more on it since we finally figured out our new work schedules and actually can blatantly make time to record now. Yes. Yes. Now we 100% have time every week, so, even if we get super busy. So. so stay tuned. Tell your friends. Have your cats listen. The dogs Please. are just awesome, so they'll listen anyways. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.